0: Welcome back into another episode of the 610 Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Hollihan, back here on this Saturday evening discussing Penn State's 51-15 win over the Maryland Terrapins. Well, um, I said last night, you know, if you listen to the preview show, that my key to this victory for the Nittany Lions... Would basically be to get off to a fast start offensively, and I thought that's what Penn State did. I thought they set the tone. I thought they did a great job um, of you know getting Drew Aller comfortable, getting him into you know plays and into uh, creating throwing lanes for him and opportunities, so that way he could get comfortable. and I, And I think that's the first time you know uh, in quite a while we've seen. Aller that comfortable back in the pocket, being able to stand um stand strong in the pocket and deliver throws. I mean, the touchdown pass to Dante Cephas was a great throw by Aller and, and a tremendous catch by Cephas as well. So a great job all around by the offense on that play. Um then they come back and get it to Theo Johnson uh to go up fourteen to nothing heading into the second quarter. And, uh, you know, the defense, they hounded all over Maryland, wreaking havoc, causing uh, turnovers. They held, you know, Maryland uh, on fourth and down on their first drive. And and I thought, really, you know, Maryland, to start off this game, I feel like, you know, especially going for it there um, on fourth and short at their own 45 instead of playing field position – I felt like that kind of tipped the scales in favor of Penn State in a way, because I felt like they were able to really, you know, get fired up um, as a defense and and just as a team all around. But you know, I thought that that just kind of showed that okay, Maryland's playing a little scared here. You know, they're trying to take advantage of every opportunity they can get, and I thought that Penn State did a really good job of limiting that early on. They're holding them um, on fourth and short, coming down, getting a touchdown. You know, and then getting a, a big fumble, and of course, you know they would punt. But you know, with the way Maryland was moving the ball, um, I thought that you know it was a good job by Penn State to shut that down as a defense. I thought the defense came out; they kind of made me eat my words there. Whereas I said, you know, I, I would be, I, you know, I would be uh, unsure if Maryland or excuse me, Penn State's defense. Wasn't going to uh, to have a bit of a letdown after the Ohio State loss, but I thought Manny Diaz and you know it seemed like they were trending in that direction after last week against Indiana. But you know I thought Manny Diaz really put together a good weeks of uh, of work and prep, and they were able to come out and get a big uh, big win um, as a as a whole team, but especially as a defense to hold Maryland to just fifteen. And uh, we'll get to that later that drive later on in the game. But Penn State comes right out after the half. They go on a nice long 11 play drive. Loved what they were doing, chewing up clock, put three more on the board, you know, and then they traded punts. Um, But then a big, big touchdown pass uh, from Allard to Keandre Lambert Smith to put them up 31 7. And this was the point in the game where it kind of felt like, okay, Penn State's got this in the bag. You know, you never really want to start thinking that, um, but, you know, heading into the fourth, you're up, you know, um you're up three uh three possessions, you think, okay, this is gonna be kind of it. But Maryland comes out and they go on a seven play drive and this was in my opinion, the refs bailed them out. In my opinion, it was pretty blatant that it felt like the refs were bailing Maryland out of a lot of plays there. I, I didn't think There was enough there to call that pass interference on Johnny Dixon the first time. Second time, okay, gave him a little grab. But, I mean, you know, the first time I I was so shocked that they threw the flag there because it seemed like they were letting them play throughout the majority of this game. And then to just see the refs kind of turn on you like that, it's like, really? So now you're going to call it? But, you know, it wasn't a flag before. The consistency is what I think, you know, it's not so much the – Penalties that are called, that are just you know, oh, that was a you know, that was fifty-fifty. You know, you could have called it, you couldn't have called it either way. But sometimes it's just the consistency that really ticks you off. I think more often than not, that's the problem with, and it's not just you know this game. It's not just you know any other game. It, it's it's not just college. It's not it's everything. College, the NFL, the refs have just been you know on a complete um you know, downturn where they're it just feels like they're trying to keep these teams into it and, you know, give them the benefit of the doubt. But you know, when it got to thirty one fifteen and and now it's a two possession game, you know, you get a little worried, you get a little anxious, but then Penn State would go on a great drive. And Nicholas Singleton with a actually a fantastic kickoff return. This was the drive of the game, in my opinion. You know, the big again kickoff return by Singleton to get you to the Maryland 41. And then a few passes to KLS, Keandre Lambert-Smith, who um, was actually uh, shaken up, um, I believe, on uh, on this drive. And uh, actually, I think on that play, um, he would come out and uh, returned and, and seemed okay. Hopefully, he'll be good to go um, for the big one this upcoming week. But a uh, couple nice runs there by Aller. I mean, you know, really nice job by him you know, the big body quarterback that he is to be able to use his legs, you know, a very athletic guy, and then the run to Catron Allen, a 10-yard carry, dragging defenders with him to the end zone, the finish, the tough grit, I mean, you know, Catron Allen is a a bruiser up the gut, both of them are, him and Singleton, I mean, you know, Singleton I think is a little quicker, but Katron Allen, man, between, you know, between the tackles, that guy is a Beast, and especially with that offensive line shoving the way, pushing him into the end zone, and then he was flexing in the end zone, and then the Maryland defender took exception to it. And like I said, you know, it's a bit of a rivalry. Don't be surprised if you don't see a few times some chirping. And there it was, right there. And then the Maryland defender, I couldn't, you know, I I couldn't catch who it was, um, you know, is taking exception to it and starts shoving at Allen. It's like, you know, d- dude. Like, go away. I mean, you know, sure, he's being annoying, whatever, but, you know, they just scored a touchdown. They can celebrate, and then uh, all he's doing is flexing. I mean, you know, just say whatever and, and go back to your sideline, and then Theo Johnson comes to Allen's aid and pushes him away, and then Theo Johnson gets called, even though the Maryland defender was the one who came over and and started pushing at K-Tron out. I mean, come on, man. Like, you know, how ridiculous. But you go up thirty eight fifteen, and then the next Maryland drive, you know, you, you may feel like okay, you know, this is going to be, you know, what's going to happen here? Um, is Maryland going to go down in a hurry? And then, uh, and then is pass gets intercepted. A beautiful, I mean, Dominic DeLuca makes a beautiful read on this ball. You know, could not have been um, any better because he. You know, reads uh, Tagovailoa's eyes beautifully, steps in front of the pass, gets a big pick. Um, I thought he was going to have a chance to take it all the way. But, you know, this guy, I mean, he reminds me a little bit of um, Jared Johnson. You know, walk-on Penn State uh, player that was really, you know, just grinded, a really tough-nosed linebacker, just, you know, a solid tackler and a guy that, for whatever reason, had a beak for the ball. And I feel like that's the same way, you know, with DeLuca. I mean, you know, he had a big pick sex earlier in the year and then to come through with uh, with another big interception today. Um, and, and that really sealed, you know, Maryland's fate. And just really, really pleased with what we're seeing um, so far out of, uh, out of Penn State. So, you know, if they can just... Continue to do this on the road throughout the rest of the season, even though there there aren't that many opportunities. But to just keep this going um, would be great. This upcoming week, this is the big one. I mean, as big as Ohio State is, you know, now this is kind of your your chance at the college football playoffs right here—an opportunity to, and even an opportunity at maybe the Big Ten championship game. If you catch a break, I mean, I almost thought we were going to get one today. You know, I started having a little faith there in Rutgers, which, like I said, I mean, Ohio State is not the number one team in the country. You know, I, they just they, they just aren't. I mean, come on. You know, they're not blowing teams out of the water either. They're not, you know, they've got their flaws. Um, I don't know. I, I just don't see it from them. But, uh, yeah, the next biggest game... Coming up is Michigan. This is going to be a really, really tough, you know, grinded out game that we're going to be previewing this upcoming Friday. Um, but yeah, Penn State wins at 51-15. to uh, They for sure covered um, by, a, by a wide margin, uh, I believe. I forget exactly what the initial line was but uh, they they definitely did that. and hopefully we'll be seeing here' I'm, you know, as the time that I'm recording this, we got Washington and USC duking it out. We got Alabama and LSU. Um, you know, I think LSU right now is trailing by two scores. If Brian uh, Kelly can make some kind of a co- comeback, which I have uh, I have my doubts that he will, then maybe you know we'll uh, We'll see Penn State really move up in the ranking, but for sure um, they should be uh, they should be moving up. I would think maybe a spot, but um, you know we'll have to see what the pollsters do. Thanks everyone for tuning in again to the Six One Zero podcast. We'll be back on um, shortly after this episode, putting out a preview of the Eagles game tomorrow against the Dallas Cowboys. Um, I have more stuff on that uh, Sunday as well tomorrow. Um, recapping the game, and we'll be back on Talking Penn State Football next Friday here on the 610 Podcast. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in, and as always, I'll talk to you next time.